change the way doctors both understand and treat this debilitating disease. This new book is an updated and simpler version, and it includes some of the most important scientific discoveries to emerge since the original publication. For instance, we now know that there are bacterial persisters, bacteria that can survive short courses of antibiotics, and how pulsing medication, treating biofilms that protect bacteria, and using established persister drugs for other chronic bacterial diseases may lead to better outcomes. I have done studies in my office on these newer protocols, taking the research from the laboratory into the clinical setting, and I am seeing successful outcomes in patients who have failed prior therapies. This is very exciting, as our team at the Hudson Valley Healing Arts Center has searched for close to 30 years to find answers for people who are suffering with persistent, resistant symptoms. Details of these new and effective protocols are in this book to help you get better. Lyme is spreading. While you may know of the health epidemics of obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, strokes, heart attack, and cancer, unless you or a family member has faced Lyme disease, you might not know that we are also witnessing epidemics of bacterial, viral, and parasitic illnesses. Lyme disease is the number one vector-borne spreading infectious disease in the United States and in Europe, while rapidly expanding to other countries like Canada, Australia, and China. Several months after my first book was published, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, reported that 1.3% of respondents of a survey in the United States in 2009 and 0.9% in 2012 had been diagnosed with Lyme disease. Of the respondents in 2012, 0.3% had been diagnosed in the last year. This forced the CDC to revise their figures and increase the rate of annual infection by a factor of 10, from 30,000 to over 300,000 individuals a year. These numbers have more recently been revised and found to be even higher. A 2015 CDC study published in the journal Emerging Infectious Diseases, discussed the geographic distribution and expansion of Lyme disease in the United States over the past 20 years. They found a 320% increase in the northeastern states, and in the north-central states, where the number of counties having a high incidence of Lyme disease increased by greater than 250% for the same period. According to the CDC, the center of the high incidence focus in the northeastern United States generally moved westward and northward, away from the coast of northern New Jersey and into east-central Pennsylvania. In the north-central high incidence focus, the geographic center remained relatively stable in northwestern Wisconsin, moving northward and southward between adjacent counties over time. Their conclusion was that, Relatively constant rates of geographic expansion were happening in all accessible directions. A population-based cross-sectional study was also conducted several years ago by Professor Holly Ahern, which was published in the Journal of Microbiology Research. She concluded that we were underestimating the risk of Borrelia burgdorferi, the etiologic agent of Lyme disease, and the spread of Borreliosis, diseases caused by Borrelia, a genus of spirochetal, corkscrew-shaped bacteria. In her study, 
2% of respondents reported being diagnosed with Lyme disease according to the CDC criteria for probable Lyme disease, which is significantly higher than the number of reported cases by the CDC. Another 16% of undiagnosed survey respondents also reported subjective signs and symptoms consistent with late-stage Lyme disease, which is consistent with the CDC study, in which 10.5% of respondents in 2011 reported personally knowing someone described as having chronic Lyme disease. These figures imply that millions of people have been bitten by ticks and infected with Lyme disease and associated co-infections, and yet the numbers are probably significantly underestimating the risk and true incidence. Other studies reveal that 3.5% of the U.S. population was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, CFS, slash, SEID, and up to 1.5% was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, FM. That means over 17...